Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. It is time to make you money. We are going to buck the odds. The Benny versus the Penny segment on the fifth hour with Ben Maller. Let's get into it, as Marcel would say. Welcome, players. You're welcome. Are you up for more Maller mayhem? It's time now. Benny versus the Penny. Yes, it is on the fifth hour with Ben Maller and David Gascon. That's right. They wanted to find someone who would annoy me. They picked Gascon. There he is right over there. We will attempt to buck the odds, Gascon. We will cut the cards, if you will. Literally flipping a coin here, shooting for the moon, as the old expression goes. Uh, and uh, listen, gambling, this used to be, as, as uh, Arnie says on the weekends, you know, the great Arnie Spaniard, you know, it used to be just for entertainment purposes only. But now we don't have to say that because gambling on sports is now in the mainstream and it's a good hobby a lot of guys like to do it uh so i'm excited about this and i've always mentioned my love affair for casinos and how much i enjoy the casino because the concept the business concept of the casino is what is just i just think it's a fantastic thing because from the business perspective people who go to casinos know the deck is stacked against them the odds are against them they're going to win right you know that when I, I love gambling too but if you own a casino you're not you know the odds are against you and yet even though people like you and I know we're going to lose money we still enjoy it it's fun it's a recreational type of activity and human beings love games of chance of course right? And, uh, and, you know, and not that this, you know, you, you, you think in sports, one of the cool things about sports guests, guys, we think we, we have inside information. 
right? Because we know, if you're a Cowboy fan, you know everything about Dak Prescott or everything about Zeke Elliott. If you're a Bears fan, you're you're nuanced on Mitch Trubisky and the Bears defense. And all. So, yeah, so it, it's interesting. But anyway, we'll, we'll get into it. And the, the first game up, Gascon, is uh, the Atlanta-Minnesota game. We did the Thursday night game, which was last night, the Bears and Packers. Oh, boy, how about that outcome? Uh, we we put that on the podcast so you can go back and hear the pick on the radio show podcast, not the fifth hour with Ben Maller because four hours are not enough. So Atlanta at Minnesota, this is a Fox game. Tom Brenneman and Chris Bielman will be in the Fox box that rocks. Now, the Vikings opened a four-and-a-half-point favorite. They're currently favored by four. The pick for me in this game is the Vikings – and I'll give you my my logic behind that. Minnesota now, they are my pick to click, as Hawk Harrelson, the old White Sox broadcaster, would say, as the surprise team in the NFL this year. I believe they will have a boomerang-type season. They will bounce back and be a playoff team. Uh, I like Mike Zimmer's club. He needs a big year here. They were very bad last year compared to expectations. Uh, I love the foundation the Vikings have with their defense. That's a top-five defense. That's the bedrock of the Vikings, and I expect them to to mess around with Matt Ryan. Now, Matt Ryan usually gets his numbers in the end. It's a dome game, so it's not a, a weather game you have to worry about for the Falcons when you look into that kind of stuff. Uh, but but Zimmer has been absolutely money from a, from a gambling perspective in the last few years. The last 14 times in these spots – Last 14 times a Mike Zimmer coach team has had extra time to prepare. prepare. Like the entire offseason, uh, his teams have a 7-14 winning percentage. They're 10-4 and four in a similar spot uh, to this. That tells you what has happened, not what's going to happen. And then secondly, the Falcons, the main reason to, to pick the Vikings here is a, and I don't normally like to bet favorites. I try to, if, if it's even, I'll take the underdog. But the Falcons are a defensively challenged squad. Uh, they have negligence all over that side of the field. Atlanta ranked 30th in pressure last season, 29th in pass defense. It, it's hard to pick the Falcons to go into a hostile environment when they they don't have the weaponry defensively. Like, they'll score some points, even though the Vikings have a good defense. Uh, we'll see how the new offensive line does for the Vikings. They made a couple of changes, uh, minor changes, window dressing on the offensive line. But it really comes down to Kirk Cousins, who simply has to be better and stop being Charlie Checkdown. You've got the weapons. that The Falcons don't have a good defense. You can sling the ball around to Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, and Dalvin Cook in the backfield. Have them work their magic. Final score, it'll be the Vikings 34, Falcons 23. What about the coin here, Gaston? Uh, the the coin penny here? likes the Falcons. No. The, the, you, no. The penny did not land on the side of the Falcons. I, I do not. I believe you were doctoring the penny results. Why would you pick the Falcons? That's a bad pick. All right. Uh, next up, Washington at Philadelphia. This game's a Fox game. Kevin Burkhart and Charles Davis, the voice of Madden, will be calling the game. The Eagles... Opened an eight and a half point favorite. They are a double digit favorite. This is the biggest point spread as we are recording this on the fifth hour with Ben Maller. As we're doing this in real time, this is the biggest point spread in the NFL this weekend. Uh, and I am going to be a contrarian here. I'm going to take the Washington Redskins plus 10 points in this particular game. And I'll tell you why. First of all, 
the Eagles, I, I get that they're loaded. I, I am also optimistic the Eagles will have a great uh, season. But we don't know yet if these jigsaw puzzle pieces are going to fit together. Philadelphia had 30% of its roster turnover from last year's playoff team. They have plausibly better players in Philly, but they haven't really played together in a real game. Philadelphia showed complete apathy like many of these teams did in the preseason. So we don't know. We think we know, but we don't know. It's also the first rodeo for Carson Wentz, who's consistently been injured here. The Eagles have no backup quarterback. Uh, they don't. Uh, you know, I saw the old guy who's a high school coach. Uh, and the, the Eagles also have questions on the backside of their defense. Now, the, secondly, the, the Redskins are a bad team. They, it is dysfunction junction. That's obvious. Uh, they're kind of like a Division One Double A team, <laughs> is, is the way I would look at the at the Redskins. They got holes all over the roster. I love Darius guys. I think this guy's going to be great. You know, if, if you can do that on a bad team. But that said, even bad teams can hang around. There's this perception: well, you're going to be a bad team. You're going to get blown out. You know, usually bad teams lose close games. Good teams win close games. And Case Keenum, he's good for at least a couple of decent quarters of football with his moxie. And all that, but he only takes you so far. And, and in general, one of my beliefs as a gambler is anytime you get over a touchdown in a divisional game, you've got to take it. This is the divisional game. These teams play each other twice a year. You take the points. Getting double digits in an NFL game when most games are decided by a touchdown or less. Hail to the Redskins. Hail to covering. Uh, So the pick here is Washington. The final score. Philly's going to win the game, but the Redskins are going to cover. Philly 27. Washington 23. Penny picking Gascon here. Let's see. Penny likes the Redskins also. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Copying my work there, Gascon. It's not clearly. bad. Tailing you. Yes. No uh, pun intended. I, I dare you. Uh, next up, as we do, Benny versus the Penny on the fifth hour, Buffalo and the J-E-T-S. Suck, 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 suck. This game's a CBS game. Kevin Harlan and Rich Gannon. You a Kevin Harlan guy? You like Kevin Harlan? Yeah, of course. Right between the eyes. Yeah. I like Harlan. I like his energy. He's a good I've, radio I've, guy, too. I've interviewed him before. He's a good. He seems like a good dude. Yeah, he seems like a guy. Wasn't his dad a GM in the NFL? Yeah, his dad's a GM, and his daughter is now a sportscaster too. So, oh, really? It runs right. in the family. There you go. It's the family business. <laughs> uh, but uh, Buffalo and the Jets. Uh, the Jets opened a three and a half point favorite. The Jets are currently a three point favorite. The pick here. The pick is in, and I'm going to take Buffalo. Right, I'm taking the Bills here, and I'll tell you why. Uh, to start with, I am not sold on the Jets. I'm not. Every year, my entire life, the the same thing happens. It's the typical New York hyperbole. The Jets go out, sign a couple of players, draft some hotshot guy in the top ten of the draft, and then we're off to the races. How great Gang Green is going to be. And this year, they added Le'Veon Bell, for example. He arrived, and they're talking about the resurgence of Sam Darnold in year two, and he played well at the end of last year. They also signed. A uh, pretty good linebacker from the Ravens, C.J. Mosley, who they brought over. And there's some other defensive pickups along the way. And so the, the, the media is like, oh, the Jets are a 10-win team. They can, they can flirt with 10 wins. I'm not buying it. I am in a uh, the Missouri State motto. I'm in a show-me state of mind here with the Jets. Uh, I just don't think they're as good as the, the, the hype here. The Jets have a shaky pass defense. Uh, and and pass catch. I think I think the pass catcher is the bigger problem. They they appear to be a work in progress. And the other thing, you're picking the Bills 
is not a vote of confidence for Josh Allen. Like that guy, Robbie the Mariner fan, who's a Kool-Aid drinking Josh Allen sycophant. Uh, I am not endorsing Josh Allen. He is the Compass Rose type of quarterback, which I despise. He throws it all over the place. You don't know where it's going to go. His helter-skelter and all that throwing the ball. But I am going to ride with the Bills defense. The Bills defense is legit. Buffalo had the second-ranked defense in the NFL. Only the Ravens last year allowed less yards per game than Buffalo. Isn't that hard to to believe and wrap your head around? But the, the defense has been upgraded they added a top 10 pick, a guy who I think is going to be pretty good, You know, as much as I care about defensive, big fat guys defensively, in Ed Oliver, who's added to that defense. And so they made a couple of other changes. I believe the Bills win this game outright as a live dog in a divisional game. I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills 23, the Jets 20, your final score. And the penny picking on Benny versus the penny. Oh, man. Sam, I am at home. Penny has the New York Jets. Really? J-E-T-S, suck, 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 uh, suck, suck. We need to have a quarterback to win in this league, Ben. Don't we need Le'Veon Bell to have a rude introduction to the Jets? Wouldn't it be better if like Le'Veon Bell fumbles three times and the you know what I mean? Like he just has, it runs for thirty yards and just I, I it has a trying experience. I think that would be better for the talk radio shows. Yeah, and don't forget Ty Montgomery is his backup. So if Montgomery just like walks off the field for some unknown reason, that'd be perfect for yeah. the New York Jets to open up the uh, I'm right there with you. And uh Sam Darnold, you know, I usually support the USC football program. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Darnold's like, I don't know. I'm not. I, I I need to see more. He's going to have a the, the, great relationship with Adam Gase moving forward in 2019. Yeah, crazy eyes, Adam yeah. Gase. That's right. He's making his Jets <laughs> coaching debut. We got to we got to mention that. All right, next up, Baltimore at Miami. We got to keep the train moving, Gascon. Stay with me. Baltimore at Miami. This is a CBS game. Andrew Catalan is that his name? Play yeah. by play guy. Yeah, you're a TV guy. And James Lofton. How about James Lofton? Yeah. How, James got to be in his 60s now, doesn't he? He still looks Maybe. good. Sounds good. Listens yeah. uh, to everything on there. He's good, man. Guys had like a longer career TV than he had, did playing. <laughs> in a long time. That's true. Didn't he stop playing in the late 80s, early 90s, something like that? Yeah, the Bills, right? Uh, well, I remember with the Packers. Chargers? Packers, and I think he played with the Raiders, I think. I don't know. He bounced around. But uh, anyway, that's the bad. That's the, the TV broadcast crew. The game is in Miami. It is going to be toasty. Toasty as it usually is in South Florida early in the year. The Ravens opened up a four-point favorite, and this is all the way up to six and a half after the, the Dolphins traded away their their top offensive lineman, one of their better receivers, at least last year, Kenny Stills. Uh, Laramie Tunzel both traded to the Texans right before the year. Uh, so I'm going to actually, again, be a contrarian here. I'm going to take the Dolphins. All right, and the thinking behind this, the the Ravens, I believe, will win the game, but the value is the Dolphins. Yes, they are a bad team. Yes, the management's trying to tank the season. I don't disagree with any of that, but it's the season opener, and Ryan Fitzpatrick has a way of getting guys to play for him. He's got some kind of that Swingali effect where he's able to get guys to play for him. Most NFL games are decided, as I've said earlier, by a touchdown or less, and even bad teams are able to lose close games on a regular basis. And so you're talking about home field being worth three points, generally, the, the, down the middle, three points. And so the Ravens are six and a half point favorites. So Vegas and the people that set the lines, in my mind, in my warped mind, maybe I'm wrong on this, but they, they believe the Ravens are nine and a half points better 
than the Dolphins, even on the line six and a half. I disagree with that. I don't trust Lamar Jackson until I see him be more than a one-trick pony, much like Josh Allen we talked about earlier in Buffalo. The key for the Dolphins in this particular game is obvious, right? You try to win the turnover battle. Fitzpatrick, that's one of his bugaboos, turning the ball over. But you also simply put eight, nine-man fronts, and you dare Lamar Jackson to throw the ball down the field, matriculate the ball down the field, as the late Hank Stram used to say back in the day when I was a kid listening to him on the radio. The Dolphin players will show some fight early in the year. Eventually, they'll wake up one day and they'll realize, oh, crap, we're terrible. Uh, and then that, that, and then that's a different conversation. But again, too many points here for a road team with a uh, one-dimensional run, one-trick pony quarterback in Lamar Jackson. The final score, Ravens win the game, but Dolphins win the money. Baltimore 24, Miami 20. The penny picks. Penny going with the home dog. Likes Miami as well. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Didn't the penny pick the Redskins also? That's that, right, yeah. Look at that. Uh, there's, there's value. There's, Back and uh, the forth penny. we go. The penny's listening. All right, next up, next game on the board here, we have Kansas City at Jacksonville. And this is a CBS game. Uh, Ian Eagle and Dan Fouts calling this game. Uh, they are in the booth. Now, isn't Fouts one of those guys for CBS? If he's doing the game, it's not one of the top games. Isn't that? He's on that list. Yeah, but you should be nice because Ian Eagle's son actually now calls basketball for your L.A. Clippers. So you, yeah. all eyes will be on this for you, I know, for several I, I, reasons. I heard about that. Yeah, and uh, he's young, right? He's like a, yeah. he's a young whippersnapper. That's right. Straight out of college from Syracuse to the Hardwood Court in the NBA. Oh, good for him. That's right. I hope, I hope he's a nice guy. I will reserve judgment to like a hear him and b meet him. If he's a, if he's if he's a douche to me, I'll kill him. But if he's nice to me, I'll be very you know. I always like people that are nice. I've always had a good relationship with the Clipper broadcasters over the years. They love me. I wonder why, why not. Yeah, well, yeah. you're a fanboy. No, I'm not. I am an objective observer of greatness. It also helps that you're like three feet taller than everybody else in that broadcasting team too. Wow. 
How about you? Uh, anyway, listen, Kansas City, stay focused, Gascon. All right. It's the fifth hour. It's Penny versus the Penny. It's all about picking games. Right. Kansas City at Jacksonville. The line on this game opened up. Chiefs, a five and a half point favorite. They are down. The money is coming in on Jacksonville. This has been adjusted two points. And Kansas City, who was in the AFC Championship game last year, is now a three and a half point favorite on the road. Again, hot weather in Jacksonville. The, the, uh, the conditions not. Not the greatest, but it's early season football. That's normally how it is. Uh, I am going to take Kansas City in this game. I did consider Jacksonville. I did try to come up because they're a home dog. I love home dogs. There's a lot of value in that. But I, I couldn't put myself that far over the edge to actually pick uh, Jacksonville. So I, I, I'm going to take Kansas City. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he did have his worst game. I think one of the reasons people are betting on Jacksonville is he had his worst game last season against Jacksonville in Kansas City. And now this is the rematch situation. I do believe in zigging when everyone else zags, if you will, but it does have its limits. There's an exception to every rule. And when handicapping this particular game, when looking at the numbers in this particular game, I could not come up with a scenario in which Jacksonville was able to score enough like outside of five turnovers, even if Mahomes throws, let's just say three interceptions, Kansas City should still overwhelm Jacksonville. The Chiefs have scored 25 or more points in 21 consecutive games. That goes before Patrick Mahomes, goes back to 2017. It's the longest streak ever in the NFL. I don't see that ending here. I believe they will get over 25 points. And if that is correct, I don't see a scenario Jacksonville can keep up. Now, I know the counter argument is hey, the Chiefs blow on defense. They got a high flying offense. There's a huge talent gap, though, between the defense and the offense. And there's also, on this in this game, there's a talent gap between the Chiefs' high flying offense. Uh, and and Jacksonville. Now, Jacksonville's got some big-name players on defense. They think they're going to be pretty good. But the offensive thing, Nick Foles is essentially a caretaker of an offense. His magic pixie dust is in Philadelphia. It ain't in Jacksonville. He's not He's not going to be a, a difference maker uh, for, for Jacksonville. He's a game manager, and you know, Patrick Mahomes is like an oil painting. Uh, so I would expect Kansas City to jump out by mid-second quarter to a nice lead and then not look back in the second half because Jacksonville, their whole strategy, I would imagine, is going to be ground and pound, run the football and all that and try to, to beat into that Swiss cheese defense of uh, of Kansas City. But I, I don't think it's going to work. I think Jacksonville will score because the Chiefs don't have a great defense. But I'm going to take Kansas City, your final score, Kansas City 34, Jacksonville 24. And the penny picks. Very the exact. betting public took Jacksonville, but Benny and the penny go up Kansas City. Kansas City. You ever been to Kansas City? Kansas? I have. I've actually been there twice for uh, Chiefs Broncos Sunday night football. Look at you. You're big Bronco apologist. I love the, Kansas City. The barbecue there is awesome. It is an amazing food city. It's a yeah. nice kind of. I like I like the vibe. I'm, I'm down with Kansas City. I heard you're a big Larry Johnson fan too. That's part of the reason why I like Kansas City. Uh, he was my favorite Chiefs player when he played. <laughs> I can see fan. why. And he's a very normal human being. I don't know what you're talking about. I think he yeah. has a great social media presence. Is he also? A, he's not a fashionista. He doesn't like the catwalk, so we know he's not a fashionista. <laughs> 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Uh, you are listening to the fifth hour with Ben Maller. We are picking NFL games against the spread, and this is our first edition of Benny versus the Penny. There's another podcast up on this channel that we we did either before this or after this. You'll have to figure out which. But uh, so so this is the this is gonna be the weekly thing here during football season. We might even mix it in and do some college sometimes if if we are so inclined for big college games of the weekend. But we're gonna start. This is just football. This is NFL football. Uh, is what it is, and so we're excited about that. And tell a friend about it if you have a buddy who's a degenerate gambler and wants to hear opinions on games and what people think is going to happen. What what an inanimate object object like a penny uh, thinks as well. Now we will mix it. I do this on the the radio show when I've done this for the last um, what many years. So I figured uh, since I can't get answers unfortunately on Twitter, but I'll still give you the question, and you can kind of. Let that marinate in your head. So here's the the mini pop quiz here to test your football knowledge. Who was the quarterback who led his team to the biggest road comeback in NFL history? All right. Again, that's the question. I will give you the answer coming up here in uh, in a little bit. But who was the quarterback who led his team to the biggest road comeback in NFL history? Uh, the answer coming up here in a bit. This is a regular season. Now, meanwhile. Next game up, Tennessee at Cleveland. It is a CBS game, and this is the big game over at CBS this week. This is the game that is in vogue. Uh, this is the craze of their uh, their channel over there. They have the Cleveland Browns. They're buying into the hype. Cleveland and Tennessee, they think this is the top game they got on their channel. Uh, so we'll, we'll see if that's uh, correct. The Browns at home opened a five-point favorite. Cleveland's now a five-and-a-half Hey, by the way, before we get into the game, Gascon, do you have any quirky things like Jim Nance who likes eating his toast cooked a certain way and he has a photo? Do you do anything like that? Uh, a couple of things. Energy drinks, always three hours before kickoff or before opening tip. Always an energy drink. Three, really? Yeah, I have to. Do you, ha- do but, you have to have snacks at a certain time and uh, all that? Like uh, no, no, but I remember listening to Vince Scully. He used to say that he would suck on Jolly Ranchers during games or just before first pitch so his mouth yeah. would stay somewhat 
I guess, dry, so you wouldn't have to drink water because that's the worst thing. You have to go drink water and then go to the restroom yeah. right after. Bob Miller told me a great story one time where he had actually— Look at you name-dropping. Well, I'm you. just telling you, we're in L.A., right? So <laughs> Bob Miller told me a story back in the day. He had to go to the restroom and could not. He was in Philadelphia at the Spectrum and yeah. actually used like a Gatorade bottle underneath the desk to go to the restroom and then like a, cap that thing off. Advantage, uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> I don't want to be sexist, Gascon, but it is a competitive advantage the male anatomy I, I, provides. Has that it ever is. happened to you during a live show? Uh, no, I did vomit one time in the studio Wait in a the trash can. You vomited yeah. in the studio? Yeah. But you're not really an alcohol drinker, so was it bad food? No, I, I had I had like the flu, and Uh-oh. this is years ago, and the funniest thing about it, Gascon, Hand to God, my engineer, it was on the weekend overnight, my engineer didn't even notice. He did not even notice. I vomited, and he's on the other side of the glass, and he didn't even realize that I had done that because I had, I was very ill, and I'm, I, was, I, I never use sick days of, yeah. for whatever reason. I just don't do it. And so I, I like to get everyone sick, sick that I work with. So, But anyway, I showed up, and I was just, I shouldn't have been there. It was a bad job by me. And uh, yeah, I vomited in the, in the trash. We should do a separate edition of this podcast make a note of this guest gone because you're the you got to keep track of this crap uh, broadcast tales from the naked city of broadcasting i got i got some good scully stories ross porter stories from when i did stuff with the dodgers years ago and uh you know, we tell uh, some of the the famous lines about the the great ralph lawler who by the way the clipper broadcaster just retired in the pro basketball hall of fame this weekend yeah. uh, ralph uh, sent me a, a message there in springfield mass and uh, so that's that's pretty cool for him. So I'm happy for Ralph, who you talk about polishing turds. I mean, that guy, wee, man, yeah. you putting lipstick on a pig. And he did that for years with just morbid Clipper teams and always had a smile on his face. And and, and now the Clippers are finally good, really good. And he gone. That's <laughs> just, brutal. Just, just great. Absolutely brutal. To- but that's like Vince Scully, right? Vince Scully retires and all of a sudden the Dodgers are in back to back World Series uh, runs. Yeah. And they could Seven, be in the third. Well, it actually started with Scully, but seven straight, uh, seven straight division titles. They're, yeah. they're about to win. Probably this weekend they'll win their seventh uh, division title. So I'm making a note of this: tales from broadcasters, so tales from the naked city of broadcasting. Right. Yeah. So you'll you have call like, the podcast. Yeah, Vince Scully stories. Uh, Ralph Lawler. Ralph Lawler. I, got, I got. What about uh, Ralph Urban? Do you have any Ralph Urban stories too that you can yeah, share? Why you got to bring his? Why you got to bring Wreck It Ralph into this? <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, let's get back. We got to get back to the All games. Right, let's go. We got to get back to the games. All right, Tennessee, Cleveland. Right. Let's go. All right, Ben, Ben, Benny versus the Penny here on the fifth hour with Ben Maller, part of the iHeart Podcast Network. Doesn't that sound, it's sound a little bougie? Cool? It's it's yeah. a little bougie. Like like your steak, <laughs> like it's well done. This uh, is like medium well. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. This uh, iHeart's podcasts have been. Yeah, let's be honest here. They're a podcast m- monster. People love these podcasts that iHeart's putting out. So. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're going well. All right, so Tennessee <laughs> at Cleveland. The Browns, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. And I'm going to take Tennessee here. Now, I, I I love the Browns. I think the Browns are going to be great. I believe in that. Uh, but I'm not so sure this week. Uh, and number one, Freddie Kitchens, he's making his, his debut as the big kahuna there, the head coach. Odell Beckham gets his first dance with the Browns here. This is a, a hype game. We mentioned CBS is sending their top crew with Nance and Romo to the game. Uh, but you know, everyone around Cleveland is is all about the hype, and I buy into the hype, but this is not a good spot for the Brownies, and I'll tell you why. Even though they are at home, the Titans present a litany of problems here. The positive is home cooking. The Browns did go 5-2 and two their last seven games last year, but this this Tennessee team is, is going to be a fringe playoff team again. This particular year, uh, love their defense, love the Titans' defense. Uh, and, and the second thing, the, to me, the number's too high. I believe this game should be about three. The Browns should be about a three-point favorite. Uh, the extra two-and-a-half points, in my eyes, are a direct result of hyperbole. And so if I'm right on this, that the gambling market has bumped this up to five-and-a-half as a result of inflation because of public perception – I like to bet against that, and the value is on Tennessee. I expect Baker Mayfield to have uh, some issues. Tennessee's got, a, again, a very good defense here. Uh, they'll, they'll put the Browns in some tough spots. The problem I have with Tennessee is Marcus Mariota and the Titans offense, which looks to be riding the short bus again uh, this season. So you gotta, you're going to have to do something on offense. The Browns have a bunch of big names on defense, first-round picks and all that. But I, I am going to take the Browns to win, but I'm going to take the Titans to cover. Browns 28, Titans 24. Penny picks. Penny settles down and goes with the road team as well, Tennessee. All right, we agree. Now I gave you a pop quiz earlier. I got to pay the pay that off. Who was the quarterback who led his team to the biggest road comeback in NFL history? Do you have a guess? A guess gone. Uh, I'm going to take an educated guess, and I'll say it's your favorite quarterback, one Peyton Manning with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, no. You should know me better than this, Gascon. I'm not going to put any kind of pro Peyton Manning propaganda out. Okay, <laughs> what's wrong with you? No, this is great. This is I, I love this when the answer is an obscure person. The greatest road comeback in NFL history. Brian Hoyer engineered it. Brian Hoyer, who did it while playing for the Cleveland Browns. This was only five years ago. This is uh, back in 2014. 
The Cleveland Browns were down 28-3 to against the Tennessee Titans, the matchup we just talked about. It was the second quarter, 25-point comeback. That is the largest comeback by a road team in NFL history. And Brian Hoyer, who's still lurking with the Colts, uh, he was the guy that did it. That's, uh, that's wild, man. That is unbelievable. Yeah, I was just thinking right. that Manning game against uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, that was the the last five minutes of the Monday night game, right? <laughs> right. And uh, I remember that. Al Michaels lost his mind in that. Probably lost a couple coins, too. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, next up on the fifth hour with Ben Maller, it's the Los Angeles Rams and the Carolina Panthers. It's on Fox. My former radio colleague, someone who I actually respected and appreciated, the great Chris Myers. I kid because I care. We'll be calling this game. And Daryl Moose Johnson, the old Dallas Cowboy, side by side. They will be waxing poetic in the Fox box that rocks. The Rams opened up a two and a half point favorite. Rams are favored by two. Uh, I am going to take Carolina in this game, uh, and I'm going to hold my nose while I do it as a Ram apologist, but I'm going to take the Panthers, uh, and I'll walk you through this. Now, first of all, the Rams have been a great road team under Sean McVay, it's a small sample size, but they're ten and two uh, straight up in their last twelve roadies. So the ten and two—that's a very good record. Not not against the spread, but overall, they have to get rid of the stigma from the Super Bowl loss. Everyone seems to think that teams are now going to figure out the Rams I, I, offense. I don't buy that. You know, te- teams. Are, I, I don't doubt teams are going to try to copy what Belichick did in the Super Bowl. It's whether they they're able to pull it off. And, and now the, the Rams have to adjust, and McVay's got to adjust, and Goff's got to figure it out with McVay leading him by the caller to figure it out. Uh, but I, I'm not sure what to expect out of the gates. The Rams, as they usually do, didn't show anything in the preseason. I wouldn't think their defense is going to be a little bit better. Secondly, you know, Carolina has a better defense. I, I don't think I'm going out on a limb saying that. The Panthers have a defense they believe is going to be an elite defense. They fell apart near the end of last year, but everyone's healthy for the most part to start the year. Uh, and they think they're going to mess with, with Jared Goff. I, I don't expect much from Cam Newton. I, I think this is a close game. This is a back-and-forth type of game. Uh, and home underdogs cover the spread more often than not. I know I've picked a couple of road favorites here, but in this spot, two good teams. I'm going to take Carolina to cover, but spoiler alert, I don't think they win the game. I think this is a one-point game, and I know the public almost always bets on road favorites, and there's a lot of people that love the Rams here, even though it's gone down by a half point. So Rams 31, Panthers 30 in a thriller. That's right. That's right. You can ram it all day. You can ram it all day. Uh, disgusting, but the penny goes with you and the Carolina Panthers. All right. So we uh, agree on that. It's amazing Cam Newton, through divine interventions, able to play here. Remember he hurt his ankle in that exhibition game? That's right. A couple weeks back. Did a whole monologue about how he might not play. Was it pretty good? It was a great monologue. I, I give it like a six. Six on the monologue score. Scoreboard. Scale of what? 15? 20? Wow. Really? I've, you know, I mean, you are replaceable. You understand that. I mean, everybody is. Yeah. Yeah, they might put, well, I, I got replaced by a can of soup. 
<laughs> they got fired me. 2009, I got fired from the radio show. They put on a. Uh, you were fired for like six hours, weren't you? Or like 30 days? No, it was, it was six months and oh. 26 days. I was in radio purgatory. And uh, and then I, I had to fill in. I worked. Uh, we should talk about that sometime. We should do a separate podcast on uh, radio uh, stories. We're coming up with ideas as we go here, guess. I know. I used to listen to you 20 or 30 years ago. Oh, I, stop I, that. I, you are such a liar. I, you are lying, you bombastic shit. Schmuck. <laughs> All right, jeez. <laughs> I guess we can curse. You know what you are? An asshole. There, I said it. You're an asshole. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, let's get to the late games right. now. It's Benny versus the Penny, man versus metal. Uh, the uh, late games, Santa Clara. This is a late game. Santa Clara at Tampa Bay. They don't play in San Francisco. They play in Santa Clara. By the way, I'll be spending some time not far from Santa Clara this weekend. Uh, that's right. Surprise. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Santa Clara at Tampa Bay. It is on Fox. You better watch Friend of the Show. Good dude. I love this guy. Kenny Albert on the Fox box that rocks and Rondé Barber. Uh, we'll have to add some Kenny Albert stories there, but uh, it's great. Kenny Albert, I was introduced by to him by Sports with Coleman, my radio friend in Baltimore. And every time Kenny comes to Los Angeles and does, uh, whether it's a hockey game or a uh, you know, boxing match or whatever. I don't, he does a lot of basketball. He does the Knicks. And I, I'll uh, go say hello to Kenny. We'll catch up. It's pretty cool. He's a good guy. Kenny does uh, everything. Football, basketball, yeah. baseball, hockey, Olympics. Guy's hustling, man. Yeah. Kenny Albert, is he's hustling. Man. He spends a lot of time at uh, LaGuardia and JFK there. He lives in the New York area, flying all over the place. All right, so Santa Clara at Tampa Bay. Bucks open to two-and-a-half-point favorite. They are currently favored by one. Uh, I am not drinking the Kool-Aid on the Niners. I'm going to take the Buccaneers in this game, uh, and I'll walk you through this. Now, to me, your guess is as good as mine at which Jimmy Garoppolo is going to show up. He had a very mixed performance in the exhibition games. Hard to get a good read on that small sample size against vanilla defenses. He looked to me, the game I watched the 49ers played against, I think it was the Broncos, he looked like damaged goods. So, until I see something tangible from this guy and say that Garoppolo is going to be back as a an X factor, as a, as a real impact player for the for the 49ers, I I just can't go there. And and we we will get a good look at him against a middle of the road Bucks defense this weekend. I'm just not optimistic. The Niners made a few changes around their offense. We'll see if it improves. But the key is Jimmy Garoppolo. And secondly. Bruce Arians making his triumphant return. Took an amazing modern medical miracle as he had to retire for health reasons in Arizona. And in a year, ta-da, uh, he's back. An amazing comeback. But Bruce Arians uh, making his uh, his debut on the sidelines with the Buccaneers. He's supposed to be the quarterback whisperer. And if that's true, then Jameis Winston is going to be really good. Right, the bulk of Tampa's roster, I believe, I would compare it to deep doo doo. Uh, that's what I, could, I would compare uh, the, the the roster there in Carolina. It's a foo bar group. I, I expect lots of points to be scored in this game. The 49ers, looking at what should happen this year, the weak spot in their defense is in the secondary. Uh, last year they were horrific. They gave up the most passing touchdowns last season. They had the fewest interceptions. I don't see a lot of big-name changes there that I'm excited about. So it does not appear to me that they're all that much better defensively. 
which makes this a terrible matchup. It's going to be hot, humid, nasty weather in Tampa as it normally is early in the year. Jameis Winston should, should slice them up. Should slice them being the 49ers defense up in this game. And by the way, the forecast, just to prove that I'm not... Uh, making this up 91 degrees and uh, nice and humid, Ugh. sweaty weather. Uh, and that's not Bay Area weather. Uh, in uh, Well, it is the Bay Area weather in the Bay, like Tampa and St. Pete, but in the other Bay Area, the West Coast Bay Area, uh, not uh, not so much. Your final score, Bucks 35, 49ers 32. Penny picks. West Coast to East Coast team. Penny is picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. Penny picking Tampa Bay. Very exciting. Now, uh, let me give you another football quiz here. Pop football quiz. And here it is. Uh, Baker Mayfield of the Cleveland Browns. He has touchdown passes in all 13 games he has started, trailing only, uh, for as far as career opening streaks, he's trailing only Hall of Famer, Kurt Warner, and Blank. Those are the only two players that have had longer streaks to start their career of touchdown passes per game. Uh, Again, Baker Mayfield, touchdown pass, all 13 starts. He trails only Kurt Warner and Blank among the players uh, who started their their career as far as touchdowns per game. So that's the question. The answer coming up in a bit. Next up, Detroit at Arizona. It's on Fox. Now, this is the game here, oh. Gascon, that they don't think it's going to be very good. You know how I know that? I know because you got the E-list broadcast crew, right? Yeah, my guy, Dick Stockton, oh, who I, I love loved that. I grew up with Dick Stockton. I love the man. We've, I, mean, I used to do the Blitz on Sundays. Oh. It was one, one of my favorite parts of that was we got to talk to Dick Stockton yeah. every couple of weeks, and I love the guy. I hear his voice. I flash back to when I was 12 years old. He was doing a big Celtic-Laker game or something yeah. like that or a baseball game. Uh, it just, it's nostalgia for me. Uh, he's lost a little off his fastball, but he's still doing it. I love that Fox still sends him out there because people lampoon Dick Stockton. People are very cruel, these uh, these young people on social media. I don't know if you know about that. Uh, and and so uh, you know, I, I love that Stockton still gets to do the game, but he's doing, he does the worst games. He, he does, but at least <laughs> if you're looking at this game as a football fan, at least you get two quarterbacks that have big arms. I know you hate Kyler Murray, but at least Stafford's going to throw uh, him. Hates a strong emotion. Hates a strong emotion. I have no confidence guy, in him. You call him a mini me you call him a, a, a alligator Wong. arms yeah. alligator arms oompa loompa i've used that line how do you go outside uh, in public like that grasshopper i think tall as a grasshopper you, uh, you defecate on a starting quarterback <laughs> in the national football league yeah uh, yeah all right Ill-advised. Uh, well, uh, shut up all right so detroit arizona the the game opened to pick him the lions are a two and a half point favorite and just to prove that i am not some kind of hater here uh i am actually gonna take the Cardinals in this game. I, I I have to come to terms with this, but I'm going to take the Cardinals in this game. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Now, I, I, Kyler Murray, as you said, he begins life as a starter in the NFL. We'll see if, if Alligator Arms Murray has some beginner's luck here. I don't expect much. Detroit, I believe, will win the game, but I cannot bet on the Lions as a road dog. I have a stigma when it comes to the Lions as a road dog. I just cannot... Cannot do it. Will not do it. Don't want to be a party to it. Don't trust Matthew Stafford in these spots. Now, that said, I love the Lions defense. Like, the Lions uh, defense should be one of the top defenses in the NFL. They added Trey Flowers from the the Patriots, and they've got Damon Snack Harrison. I love the nickname Snacks. 
big run stuffer up front. They got from the Giants. Darius Slay is there in the secondary, pretty good player. They have the makings of one of the better defenses. I mean, they, they've got some some centerpiece players there as the cornerstones of that defense. So I think they'll be very good. But yet I'm picking Arizona to cover the spread. This is a game that features two bad teams. This should be a pick 'em game. It opened to pick 'em. If it was a pick 'em, I would take the Lions, but I don't want to give any points at all uh, with with Matthew Stafford. I don't. Uh, I do not. We'll see what Cliff Kingsbury and his millennial coaching style will turn out. I, I, I would like to see, like, before halftime, maybe like mid-second quarter, Kingsbury has all the players pull out their electronic devices and they can update the gram. Like, if they're trailing, wouldn't that be great? Like, oh, everyone has great. their phones on the bench and they all right, you got to post something on the gram because we're losing by two touchdowns to the Lions. Oh, wonderful. Might have to do like a workout video in between breaks then, right? Is that what they <laughs> usually do? Or like, hey, look at me eat something, hashtag Well, no, yeah, they, they have, uh, yeah, well, they have snacks. They have a snack break where they get granola bars and juice boxes. Right. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, Orange it's peels. Like, like pe- playing peewee football. <laughs> it's just <laughs> over, under on how many sacks for, over, under on how many sacks for uh, the quarterback of the Cardinals, Kyler Murray. I'm going to say uh, four and a half. Oh, that's the over. I'll take the over. I believe he will be sacked uh, regularly, uh, deer in the headlight situations. Oh. I'll take the over. All right, fair enough. All right, I got to pay off uh, the, the final score. By the way, we'll get the penny pick. Uh, I'm taking the Lions to win, but the Cardinals to cover. So Lions 16, Cardinals 14 in a Dick Stockton spectacular. <laughs> uh, penny likes the home team from the desert, Arizona as well. All right, uh, let's get back to that payoff. We'll pay off that football quiz. Baker Mayfield, touchdown pass, all 13 starts, trailing only on the all-time list to start their careers, Kurt Warner and blank. Now, Kurt Warner, who's a Hall of Famer, he had 23 consecutive games with a touchdown. That's number one. Who's number two? Uh, Gascon, you got to guess. Now, you listening to the podcast, I can't read your answers on the air because uh, I don't know if you know this. This was already recorded. But you just lock it in your head, and then you can pat yourself on the back if you got it right. What's, what's the, your answer, Gascon? I'm going to go with another Arizona quarterback, Jake the Snake Plumber. Jake the Snake Plumber, uh, fine, fine man, who also, he pulled the Andrew Luck. He quit. Uh, Jake Plumber, he pulled the Andrew Luck before it was Andrew Luck. We used to call that the Jake Plumber. Uh, no, the correct answer. Here's a quarterback that was good but nobody remembers Brad Johnson. Oh my! Remember Brad Johnson yeah, with do. the he, he did this with the Vikings, Vikings when he started yeah. his career. But he he won a Super Bowl with John Gruden and the Buccaneers. Right, he was their quarterback when they beat the Raiders in the Super Bowl. That's right. Yeah. So Brad Johnson, he had 15 games in a row to start his career with the touchdown pass. Uh, so that is the answer. All right, and, next up, Ben, yes? just, just for clarity, too, you said in the Detroit Arizona game you'd never want to give Matthew Stafford points, right? I, I'd never want to lay points with yeah, Matthew Stafford, okay. is what I meant to say. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Are you trying to be a, a schmuck here? Hey, no, but people are coming back. my work here? People are going to be making money off of you, so I want to make sure that they get their yeah. accurate information. I know. It's, it's just life and death. This is uh, very important, uh, <laughs> what we are doing here. It's people are buying Taco important. Bell with the money that they win them from yes. these uh, transactions. We're, we're doing earth-shattering podcast is what we're doing here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, My theory, Gascon, is I'm pretty loosey-goosey when it comes to this. I believe the listener is smart. You think the listener's an idiot? No. I, I know the listener knows it's, that I, the way I do radio is I'm kind of in the ballpark. You know, I'm, I'm close, and you have to figure out what I meant. That's how I do it. I like to rile people up like that. 
Anyway. Uh, all right, next up, Cincinnati at Seattle. Spiro Didis, at one point the voice of the Lakers and the Knicks. I don't think he's the voice of either of them now. But uh, Spiro Didis and Adam Archuleta are calling this game on CBS. You know, I worked with Adam Archuleta at NBC years ago. He was one of the commentators yeah. they had. I heard and, you uh, quit from television from that. Uh, no, they, the, the show got canceled. I was so bad at TV, the entire show got canceled. Wow. Yeah. That's embarrassing. I, yeah, I mean, no one watched that show. I loved it, though. It was great TV money, man. I flew me back to Connecticut every month. I, I had a blast. It was, was, it, was it daytime or nighttime radio? Uh, it was, no, I mean, TV, there's a, the one thing I hate about, we should do another podcast about uh, TV. See, How many podcasts are we going to have? Well, we got to do this every week, man. I need content, uh, dude. Yeah. All right, come on. We can't waste all our material right now. It's true. I can't give a keynote address on everything that's <laughs> happened in the first podcast. Are they going to invite you back to Saddleback College for a keynote speaking session? No, or they, uh, they will never allow me back. I don't know what happened. I, mean, I would love to come back as big man on campus, You know, teach the young broadcasters at Saddleback. Uh, they, they never bring me. They never bring me back. I think they're embarrassed by me at Saddleback College. They got. By the way, if you're if you're in Southern California, that is a um, hand to God. That's a great place. I don't know if changed. They have a college radio station there, and they have radio pro. That's a good place to learn your radio and and put your chops in in, in radio. I did, and yeah. you know. Anyway, ah, uh, shameless plug. What's next? See a Cincinnati at Seattle. Yes, as I said, I was Spiroditas and Adam Archuleta. Seahawks opened a nine point favorite. They are currently a nine and a half point favorite. The pick here is the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals, and I'll tell you why. The Seahawks. Uh, are clearly the better team. They invigorated their locker room with the trade. They uh, acquire Jadevian Clowney and all that. Nice way to energize your locker room before the season. Uh, I'm skeptical. I'm a skeptic. Uh, how, how good Clowney's going to be right away? Uh, well, I guess we'll find out. The Bengals are a very poor team. They look like a, a dumpster fire. There's a lot of positive vibrations in the Pacific Northwest and Pete Carroll normally is on the happy sauce anyway, and uh, Russell Wilson and friends very happy. But Cincinnati, uh, the, these are the Bengals who are back to your daddy's Bengals. Like Zach Taylor is making his debut as an NFL head coach here with zero, zero buzz. Right? There's no, no evidence at all that this is going to go well. They have a bunch of bit players. They've got a roster that is a mix of chopped liver and mincemeat. Uh, that's what they've got. Round chuck is what the, the Bengals appear to be. But even that, even even with that said, I still believe that Cincinnati is the right side in this game, even though the Bengals will wish they had Marvin Lewis back. Uh, so, so even with that, uh, but Andy Dalton has been regularly uh, shell-shocked in hostile environments like Seattle in the past. Nevertheless, both teams are healthy. Nobody gets up for the Bengals. This is not a featured game for the Seahawks, and you're you're getting almost 10 points. I know A.J. Green's not playing. The, the Bengals are, are shorthanded, but uh, you, you run Joe Mixon, Giovanni Bernard, you run these guys into the ground and play uh, you know, you play keep away here as much as you can. Try to keep the game short. Uh, I'm going to take the Seahawks 31, Bengals 23. Ben and the Penny agree with the Red Rifle. He's going with the road team. Bang. Going with the road team. All right. Very, uh, very exciting. Penny's tailed you in the last six picks, I think, Ben. Is that right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's a good job. 
Yeah, that's a that's a good job by the by the penny. Absolutely. All right, it is the uh, it is the maiden voyage here of Benny versus the penny. We're picking every NFL game against the number. Next up, Indianapolis at the Los Angeles Chargers. You've got Greg Gumbel and Trent Green. This is a CBS game. Chargers opened up a six and a half point favorite. The uh, Chargers actually the Chargers opened a three and a half point favorite. They, that bumped up to six and a half. As the Chargers favored by six and a half, the, the pick here is the Colts. We'll take the Colts uh, in this game, even though again the Colts, I believe, will not be a great team this year. The value is on the side of Indianapolis. Life begins after the death of Andrew Luck's career this week, uh, and you know, Jacoby Brissett, very poor quarterback statistically when he's played in the NFL. You can expect lots of incomplete passes, a lot of mistakes here. Indy is going to have. Uh, it just they're going to be tipped on their side here when they when they look at how this is going to go uh, offensively. So, but I believe they will become a ball control team with Marlon Mack running uh, and you know the elite uh, defense. Uh, th- that's the recipe that I am counting on uh, for for Indianapolis to keep the games close. I think their defense is still pretty good. Uh, they can run the ball, the offensive line. Secondly. The, the Chargers are talented. They, they have suffered a couple of freaky injuries in training camp, and we'll see how Austin Eckler and the, the, the running game, uh, the ensemble backfield does. they got a bunch of supporting actors there who uh, many have trivialized who are now getting the opportunity to be a, uh, a top headliner and the drawing card for the, for the running game. So I think they'll be fine running the ball. I don't know. I mean, Melvin Gordon's better than Austin Eckler, but I don't think he's that much better than Austin Eckler. And, you know, Melvin Gordon's persona non grata. So even with the shortcomings of Jacoby Brissett, eh, this is too many points. All right, there's not a six and a half point spread between the Chargers and the Colts. Uh, you're getting almost a touchdown with a good defensive team. Understand they're on the road, but I will take the dog. Now, the, again, the Chargers are going to win the game, but they're not going to cover the spread. So the values with the, the Indianapolis Colts, Chargers 30, Colts 24. No luck needed. Penny going with the Colts as well. All right, going with the Colts as well. It is Benny versus the Penny as we continue, as we roll on here on the fifth hour with Ben Mallory. This is the extended dance remix. I just found out we're doing the extended dance remix here. And uh, I love that we're doing Benny versus the Penny on the podcast because normally I would have this, this already been over. If this had been the radio show, we, we would have already been done. Yeah. By the clock, There's, for the clock, Ben Maller, right? I don't have to be about the clock yeah. on the podcast, right? I, I can I can take as long as I want. Now, is it accurate and fair to say that you should thank me for this because I actually had proposed this to you last year and that your listeners should go to the podcast version of Benny versus the Penny? Is that yeah. fair to say? Uh, first of all, you know what? You're, you're a fisherman. You're fishing for a compliment. I <sighs> know. Uh, I'm, what you're doing. I'm not. Secondly, just, this is my idea. Uh-oh. All right, this is my idea. Well, it's your segment, okay. but I don't know if it was your idea. You're more of a mainstream radio guy as opposed to multimedia guy. Uh, no, we I'm brought all you about over. it. This, well, according to the people that download the radio podcast, uh, screw you. Well, you all right, had, you uh, had all your 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 lackeys subscribe to the podcast teaser I, and all of a sudden give five star reviews and everything. I, else. How great was that? How great was that? Oh my god, I laughed my ass off. I I I, uh, I was showing everybody. I said, you can't believe what these idiots wrote on these reviews. I mean, they comparing me to Howard Stern and his prime, and I mean, it was hilarious. I, I think it's it's the funniest thing. I mean, that was one of the coolest things. The Malamal. 
delicious the P1s have done there for the podcast. I, there was no content, Gascon, as you know, and yet we had, I, I think it was like 75 reviews, yeah. all of them five-star <laughs> reviews, not not a single one-star rating. It was the best five, fifth hour in podcast history it was just great. Possibly the greatest, uh, possibly the best podcast ever. Just might be uh, another person wrote. Uh, it, it's pretty pretty funny. Uh, so I, so I, that was good. I think your best social media tweet to you was following the guy that responded to you and said, "I'll pass." And he, <laughs> and he said, much like Pete Carroll, you're in the wrong right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I had to, had to come back with that. Uh, but yeah, thanks. And, and listen, you know, just because we've gotten a lot of reviews, I, now we actually have content. Like yeah. you're listening to content. So don't stop. I mean, that's one of the things, the big corporate muckety mucks and the big shots that keep track of this crap, uh, they like to look at those reviews. It makes them feel good about themselves and stuff. It makes me good, feel good about myself. So uh, yeah, be, be great. You know, and it, it, I know you're disingenuous, but you can still post a nice review. It's good. I don't care. But of course, now with Benny versus the Penny, I know you said you might do some college football. Should, yeah. should you do anything or at least allow the the listeners to pick a conference and maybe you do one game from that conference per yeah, week? Yeah, you know, I, I think maybe we could do, uh, well, we, you love doing polls. Uh, we could do like <laughs> a, a poll on on Twitter, like which college game? You know, we could do like one college game or two college games. Like like this weekend, the big college game is what, LSU and Texas, I believe, That's right, right? yeah. Isn't and that the big game this weekend? Texas is a dog at home. That's right. Yeah, so we're not taking that game because we got to get back to football, all right? All right, fair enough. Otherwise, they're going to kick us out of this little podcast studio that we're in. Yeah. Gonna, you know, we're going to have hell. Fair enough. A hell to pay. All right, next up, uh, what's the next game? Giants and Cowboys, yes? yes? Yes. All right, Giants and Cowboys on Fox. You better watch. Now, this is the big game on Fox. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman in the Fox box that Rock's calling this game. The Cowboys opened up a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. They were favored by seven. Now, I am going to go against one of my gambling beliefs here. I, I have often signed the pledge. I've told you about this earlier in the podcast. I love teams that are home dogs. And in addition, I don't like putting uh, you know, a touchdown up for anybody in a divisional game. Normally the rule is divisional game, touchdown or more, you take the team getting the touchdown because divisional games are close. This is the exception to the rule. I'm going to take the Cowboys here. And Zeke Elliott, I don't know if he's going to play. We don't know yet as we're doing the podcast. We don't know how much he's going to play, even if he does play. The guy could go out there, first play, pop his Achilles, and be out for the year. That's possible. We've seen that kind of stuff before because God knows what he was doing in Cabo. Uh, But this, the reason to pick the the Cowboys to cover a seven-point number, the Giants are like the ugly, redheaded stepchildren of the NFL. Dallas can win this game with their defense alone. The Giants won't even break 20 points. They will be everyone's homecoming opponent until proven otherwise, and, and really until they change quarterbacks. And, and meanwhile, Dak Prescott, game manager, but that's all you have to be against a team like the Giants. Big Blue was a middling pass defense team statistically last season. I don't think they're going to be much better. Uh, I know Pat Shermer, who's still hanging around on the sidelines there, uh, he, he doesn't have enough body spray to get the stench away from Eli Manning and and on the radio show this week we had a story I did a monologue which was critically lampooned by some of the militia because they didn't like what I was talking about but they said that of all the quarterbacks the one that hurts their team the most via the point spread is Eli Manning 
And I I would agree with that. He is a net negative for the Giants. So you're going to struggle to run the ball. You you fall behind. If the Cowboys jump ahead like 14 to nothing, you're going to be able to run the ball with Saquon Barkley 50 times in the game. I mean, good luck. That doesn't seem like a winning formula to me. You're going to have to throw, which means Eli is going to get intercepted and turnovers stack the score. Uh, you, you know, I, if the Giants played Daniel Jones in this game, not that I don't think Daniel, you know, I'm not, I'm not completely sold on Daniel Jones, but I'd rather see what he can do than Eli Manning. Uh, I would certainly take the Giants plus seven, but they're by all accounts they're not doing that. Manning's going to play the entire game unless he gets hurt. Uh, final score: Cowboys twenty-seven, Giants sixteen. And the penny picks. Finally, some dissension. The penny is going with the road team, the New York Giants. All right. Uh, enjoy that. Uh, dumpster diving. The Giants in deep water, if you will. <laughs> they are in deep water. All right. Uh, next up, uh, Sunday night football. That's right. Sunday night football. You got the Patriots, a six-point favorite. They opened as a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to take New England here. This is another one of those games usually you try. It's not a divisional game, but usually you try to, anytime you get close to a touchdown, you take the points. But early in the year, in this spot, I'm going to take the Patriots. Uh, first of all, the Steelers are lacking the wow factor on offense. They're lacking the dynamic electric playmakers that they have typically had over the years. Like this trap door opened up. And, uh, and his problems, that old Elvis song, right? We were caught in a trap. Uh, and the, the, the Steelers have lost their big guys offensively with Antonio Brown gone. I don't know, Le'Veon Bell wasn't there last year, but they thought he might come back. So they are dependent on Juju Smith-Schuster being the man and some other guys who we have no idea they're anonymous uh, becoming good. If I'm Mike Tomlin, I am paranoid uh, going into this season because of the unknown. And and plus, Tomlin teams any, any, anyway have, have regularly failed to cover against Belichick coach teams. The Steelers under Tomlin against Belichick, I think the number's two and five the last seven times they've played in Foxborough. So they very rarely win the money in Foxborough, the Steelers do. Secondly, this will be the ground and pound run right, run left, run up the gut version of the Patriots. I, it, it mixed with a short short passing game, but I think more running. Uh, and they have to. They have to hide Tom Brady at this point in his career and limit the amount of throws, put him on a pitch count, if you will, for the longevity of the entire season. And I, I love the Patriots defense. I really think this is going to be a top defensive squad. Patriots have gotten off to some slow starts even in this 20-year run of dynasty. They, this had been a weak link defensively for the Steelers, in the, you know, or for the uh, Patriots, rather, last year. I thought they weren't very good. They got better as the year went on. Uh, but the odds indicate that the value is with Tom Brady, even as a six-point favorite. Sunday night football, Tom Brady has a 633 winning percentage in Sunday night games. It's uh, nighttime Foxborough, Al Michaels barking away. Patriots 36 and the Steelers 24. Penny going the opposite way, going Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers. You ever been to Pittsburgh? Uh, I've been there once, yes. Yeah, did, did you not have, stay yeah, long. Have, have you been to Pramani Brothers? No. Where the hell's that? You're, oh, it's oh, Gascon. You, you, we're losing listeners in Pitt. That's one of the great 
uh, local dives in Pittsburgh, Permani Brothers. Yeah, there's, but- there's a bunch of it's a, it's a restaurant you don't eat. It's not healthy, but they they're the sandwich. They make these chicken sandwiches and stuff. They just put the they put all the ingredients on the sandwich. They put French fries on there. It's uh, it's really good. I- and, and I went to the one. I met Pete in Pittsburgh. Uh, we should do another podcast about meeting listeners. But I, I met Pete in <laughs> I met Pete in Pittsburgh, and uh, it was like one in the morning. I was driving from uh, Philadelphia to Buffalo, and I went through. I was driving from New York. Yeah, I, I was in Philly. I drove all over the East Coast. But I anyway, I drove through Pittsburgh. I was only there for like two days, and I met. Pete in Pittsburgh and a couple other listeners, the That's bread man, the doughboy, like one in the morning in the Steel District at Permani Brothers. We had sandwiches and oh. we told stories. It was a lot of fun. That's solid. That's good time, man. That is really Come, good. You gave me I'm some a good man spot. of the people, man. You gave I'm me a some, man of the people. I forget the names, but you gave me some good spots in Boston when I went out there with Blind Scott. Oh, yeah, good- man. I love I've, I've been in Boston a lot over the years like uh, for radio stuff, but I, there's some really good, uh, really good restaurants there. In, in Boston as well. Uh, all right, so uh, what are we doing here? The next game, all right, Mon- Monday night football. Double right, header. Monday night, well, yeah, th- this is the, the showcase game of the weekend. Yeah. This is the sexy game. This is the, the game that has the sex appeal, the charisma, the allure, the drawing power. It's on Monday night? Houston at New Orleans. Is this the game Booger's doing? Yeah, I think that's that right. Is, right. And yeah. this is perfect for you because obviously you being a, a anti-Deshaun Watson yeah. uh Sportscaster, radio hack. Um, well, uh, again, uh, I am a truth teller, and uh, I believe that Deshaun Watson is overrated. We'll find out. You know what his defining moment as a professional quarterback is? In a playoff game, down 21 <sighs> points against the Colts, when they got a first down, signaling <laughs> for first, first down, down. <laughs> like he was the referee. What a dope. <laughs> That's the equivalent of doing a sack dance when you're down 49 to 3 in the fourth quarter. I mean, it was just, just great. Absolutely just completely good. tone deaf, uh, completely clueless. Uh, what a dumb dumb. Anyway, listen, Houston, New Orleans, the Saints open a nine point favorite in this game. The Saints are a seven point favorite right now. And uh, much like I picked the Cardinals, even though I despise Kyler Murray, the pick. Here is the Houston Texans. I'm going to take Houston. I'll tell you my logic behind this. This game projects to be a track meet. It is the highest, I believe, over-under, the numbers I'm looking at here, the highest over-under on the weekend, and they are expecting Drew Brees and Deshaun Watson to have the old back-and-forth pinball gallery type of game, touchdowns there, touchdowns over there, touchdowns in the air everywhere, and field goals at the Superdome. Now, the, the main reason I like the Texans and I'm going to lean to them is you're getting seven points, obviously, which I love. I love getting a, a decent team, not a great team, Houston, but a decent team with a touchdown. And I don't know what you got with Drew Brees. He's 40 years old. He had a free fall, which many people seem to have swept under the rug four games he played in the regular season for the Saints last year. Drew Brees had three touchdowns, three interceptions. He had a passer rating under 85. And the most damning stat, right, as I try to to pile on here, uh, Drew Brees, the most damning stat, the last four games he played last season, he averaged 6.4 yards per attempt. Uh, that is anemic is what it is. And so you're going against a, a decent defense. Texans have a pretty good pass rush, or at least they, they're supposed to have a pretty good pass rush, even with the county uh, being gone. So there's the unknown. And you also have Laramie Tunzel, who's making his debut, supposedly going to protect Deshaun Watson. Because I believe Deshaun Watson, his bad internal clock is the reason that he led the NFL 
in sacks last year. He he suffers from the pandemic that is pocket panic. Now, that said, the Saints, again, they have issues in their secondary as well here, uh, namely defensive back. The other side of uh, Marshawn Lattimore, that is a weak spot uh, for the Saints. And, and New Orleans traditionally has been a team to bet against early in the year. Now, what's my evidence? All right, New Orleans has started under Sean Payton since 2013. So the last five years up until uh, this year, obviously, they haven't played. Last 12 games, first first or second week of the year, the Saints are 1-11 and against the spread. They have started slow. Last year, they lost to the Amish Rifle and the Buccaneers. So the pick here. Now, again, this is a case where the Saints are going to win this game. They're not going to lose outright. They're going to win, but it's going to be a back-and-forth close game. New Orleans, 38. Houston, 34. Penny picks. Penny going with the Houston Texans. All right, so the Penny not trying to upstage me, not trying to outshine me, agreeing with me, which is very nice. Ben, not looking at the board off the top of your head, what do you think the second highest point total is for this weekend? You just mentioned Houston and New Orleans with 53. Who do you think is second? Uh, yeah, that's that's good here. Uh, let me think here. What, what happened? Rams, Carolina? No, no. Believe no. it or not, it's Kansas City and Jacksonville. They're at 52. Oh. Well, yeah, because Kansas City scores a, a ton of points. <laughs> Are here. they going for 40? <laughs> yeah, well, they might have to, yeah. All right, last game. That's we right. have reached the finish line. We have reached the finish line, and this the maiden voyage of Benny versus the Penny as a podcast only. Hey, let us know, by the way. We'll give you the uh, email and all that stuff at the end when you know no one actually listens to the end of a podcast, but we'll, we'll give you the uh, ways you can contact us. But the Monday night football game, uh, the late game here, Denver at Oakland. All right, us opened up a three-point favorite. They are currently a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I am going to take the Raiders here. I'm going to take the silver and black against Gascon's Denver Broncos here. Uh, and I really think this is a good spot for Oakland. I don't think either one of these teams is all that good. The Broncos are, are on offense are going to be a dog's lunch. Uh, messy and uh, lean complete passes. Joe Flacco is going to give John Elway a lesson in the law of diminishing returns. Uh, what are you thinking here with this Flacco guy? I mean, I, Unless you send him to the Geyer Clinic for some of those happy pills that uh, other Bronco quarterbacks have gotten, wink, wink, nod, nod, I just don't see a scenario where he has this great career renaissance in Denver. And Elway clearly has amnesia uh, with his comments about Flacco. He has just, just slurped up and given a bubble bath to Joe Flacco and – Flacco was guilty of grand larceny for impersonating a good quarterback after he won the Super Bowl in Baltimore, and he got replaced by a guy that can't even throw the ball. It's a a running quarterback. The Broncos should go uh, on Amazon. Here's what they should do. And buy some some deodorant themselves there because they got to cover up that stank from their offense. Now, their defense is going to be pretty good. To me, the other part of this, the the one stumbling block here is, is Derek Carr. Right, second tier quarterback, but better than a third tier quarterback like Joe Flacco. So you got a little bit better quarterback here. They've the, the Raiders. They made some changes. They got some young guys playing in this game. And last year with a different roster, the Raiders were in most of the games. They faded in the second half. If they're in the game, I believe they will win the game. They expect this to be a close game. Neither team all that good. I will take the Oakland Raiders twenty six and the Denver Broncos twenty three. 
and the Penny Picks for the final game. Last but not least, Penny going with the Denver Broncos. All right, the the Denver Broncos, uh, there it is. And thus, that concludes the fifth hour with Ben Maller on the... Yes, yes, the Benny versus the Penny, because four hours are not enough. And this actually was over an hour, by the way. Yeah, it was. Should we do the... Fifth and sixth hour. I, you know, for for me as I donate my time to not only you but yeah. to this this multimedia company, I don't think so. I'm doing this pro bono, so I, I you, you don't do time. anything pro bono. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, hey, if you want to contact us, we will have two podcasts a week. We'll have Benny versus the Penny, then we'll have the other podcast, which will be about just whatever. Uh, and so, and I've got some some ideas for for bits I'd like to do that I've, I've not done on the radio show. Some actually try some new stuff. You know, try. That's amazing. But if you want to send something in, you want to send an email, tell us how we're doing, what you like, what you don't like, what you'd like to hear more of, what you don't want to hear any more of, send an email, real fifth hour. that's F-I-F-T-H, realfifthhour at gmail.com. And send us a message on Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, promote the show, promote the podcast, drop it on your social media, all your, all your buddies, all your boys uh, can, can download it, they have access to it. Uh, as we we said on a, a different podcast, we don't we don't have a budget. We have no ba- budget. We I, I've always been a big believer in word of mouth advertising. It's worked out pretty well for me. Uh, it's the most effective advertising when you you know somebody recommends something to you. That means a lot if they if you know them. So uh, so so please keep doing that. It helps us out uh, a lot. And uh, that is it. So Gascon, we've survived. <laughs> It's uh, it's it's a the main voyage as you mentioned, and it's a start to a. It's like you and William Shatner, right? It, you guys have reestablished <laughs> a new and better relationship than a, you did in years past. A new frontier. Yeah, is a, I mean, because right. I, I worked, I got here to Fox Sports Radio back in 2014, and you started in when 2002, 2003. No, I started in the end of uh, when did I start November of 2000, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so. I am uh, closing in. Next year will be my 20th anniversary. Oh, my. And the forces collide, and I'm really excited about this. Uh, Happy for you. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you got 20 hours a week, but now you get to put a cherry on top with this. I think it'll be a lot of fun. 21 hours. Like 21. That's a good gambling number, 21. That's not bad. That's right. People like that, yeah. All right, well, have a great weekend. And uh, don't forget, hey, listen to the radio show. That's that's where uh, I make actually money. Uh, and that's uh, five nights a week on the Fox Sports Radio Network, part of the iHeartMedia family and broadcast on almost 400 radio stations all over the place. So listen live if you can. We love that. Or if not, download that podcast. Have a great weekend. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust 
into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 